Hey, welcome back. Do you have Hashimoto's? If so, do you know why you have Hashimoto's? We're going to talk about one of the root causes today, and that is sleep. Is sleep an issue for you? And was it an issue before you got Hashimoto's? Is it an issue now? Do they, is it like a chicken and egg thing? Well, we're going to talk about all of that. But first, welcome to the Health with Hashimoto's podcast. My name is Esther. I am a registered nurse. I am a holistic health educator. I have Hashimoto's. I am a mom to four amazing kids. We're busy. We live in the country. I don't think the roosters will be crowing outside my window today. They seem to be on the other side of the house, but I did listen to last week's episode and I couldn't hear them. So I don't think that you can hear my roosters even when they're crowing right outside my door or my window. But it is fun to have chickens. And I like to have things that reduce stress. And for me, looking out the window and seeing like this whole flock of chickens just walk by, it just makes me smile. And when you smile, when there are things that, small things that bring you joy throughout the day, I feel like those are healthy because they lower your stress a little bit and they just raise your overall wellness. Everything is connected to everything. So having chickens makes me happy, makes me a little healthier. Also, I love having like eggs unless they're not laying and then like you're waiting. Like, do I have enough eggs for today's recipe? That can be frustrating. And you run outside to the chicken coop and check for eggs before you make your your recipe. Anyway, <laughs> do you have chickens? Let me know on Instagram. That is where I connect with people. So head over to Instagram if you're on there. I am at esthery.rn. I post about my chickens sometimes. Usually you'll see those more in my stories. My youngest son is supposed to let them out in the morning, but if he doesn't, and if I do, then sometimes I take a little, you know, video and post it in my stories and you get to see my my chickens. So head over to Instagram and tell me about your chickens. And also tell me about sleep after you finish listening to this episode. So what is it about sleep and autoimmunity that go together like chicken and egg type scenario? It is, well, it's a couple things. Number one, as you heard me say so many times, it's while you're sleeping that your body does the healing process. And an autoimmune problem is when your body is trying to attack invaders, but it gets confused and it starts attacking yourself. And why? Why does that happen? Well, sleep has one role in it, but we need to have a lot of sleep or not too much. You know, the Goldilocks range, everything in your body is Goldilocks range. Not too much, not too little. We want just the right amount. So we want to have enough sleep so that our body can heal. And there's a couple things that happen when it doesn't or when you don't sleep well. The first thing is it increases inflammation. Now, at the root of pretty much every single disease, every single disease, like every single one is inflammation. Head over to PubMed, PubMed, P-U-B-M-E-D dot gov. It is like the Google of published literature, published research, published obviously medical research, PubMed, and type in inflammation and then type in the name of any disease you're curious about and see what pops up. More than likely, there will be hundreds of articles that have been published about inflammation and that particular disease. But literally, when you read the research, pretty much every single disease has its root in inflammation. 
I first heard about this probably 20 years ago. I read an article and it was very intriguing to me. I was like, really? There's one thing that all of these have in common, like things that are so completely different as far as like different systems, different organs, different mechanisms. They really all trace back to one thing. And it's true. Inflammation is huge. So when you don't sleep well, your inflammation goes up. And when your inflammation raises, then that rise raises your risk for whatever you are genetically susceptible to. Now, obviously, you and I are each individual. We have different genes. We have different upbringing. We have different environment, both now and when we grew up. So no two people are going to be exactly the same. No two people are going to have the same risks. So when you have increased uh, inflammation and I have increased inflammation, that is going to affect each of us differently based on so many different factors. But we know that one constant is that when we don't get enough sleep, our inflammation goes up. And inflammation is at the root of nearly every single disease. And then there's this weird like cycle. Increased inflammation causes increased fatigue. And so then obviously you want to sleep more, but then sometimes you don't sleep as well. So you feel like you're getting a lot of sleep, like you're in bed, but you're not getting good sleep. I discovered this for myself when I got my aura ring. I've talked about my aura ring before. Oh, also, I'm just going to side note here. Occasionally, I'll drop a link to the Aura Ring, but I have found out that it's only good for one person. So if you want a discount code on the Aura Ring, I think it's like $50 off, then send me a message so I can send you your own unique link. Most of the links that I'll put down in show notes, they're good for anybody, but I did find that out about the Aura Ring. Also, the probiotic that I use, the pre and probiotic. That one is on my website. I have a page of just links of things that I use. That one is also a single person code. So I have to remember to go over to the website and like change it frequently. I wish that they would just give me an affiliate link so that you can save money. I think you save 50% off of your first order when you use my link, but that link might not work if somebody else used it. So back to the Aura Ring, when I first got it, I knew that I had been sleeping a lot because I was so tired. I got my Aura Ring when I was first diagnosed with Hashimoto's. I wanted to know my root causes and I wanted to be able to work on them. And I knew that sleep had to be a part of it. It had to be part of the picture because I was so exhausted. And yet I felt like I wasn't sleeping well. Well, the aura ring told me that I wasn't. My deep sleep was just teeny tiny. I could be sleeping eight, nine, even 10 hours and get like less than half an hour of deep sleep. Now, technically, you need 20% of your sleep to be deep sleep. That's considered, quote, normal. And I was getting maybe 5%. It was abysmal. And so I really worked on my deep sleep. But that's the thing. When you have decreased sleep, then you could have increased inflammation. And when you have increased inflammation, you can have increased fatigue. And when you have increased fatigue, you might not sleep very well, even though you're tired. These things go in cycles. There's also another cycle, and that is the insomnia cycle with pain. So do you have increased pain with your Hashimoto's. Some people do. Some people have increased joint pain. Some people have pain on their skin. There's different areas where people will develop pain with when they have Hashimoto's. And when you have pain, 
that can lead to increased insomnia. And then, of course, when you're not sleeping well, then that can lead to increased inflammation, which can lead to increased pain. But increased insomnia can also directly lead to increased pain. And then that cycles back and the pain leads to increased insomnia. And it's just this cycle. There's so many things in our bodies that we just want to interrupt the cycle. You know, the inflammation and the disease cycle, we want to intervene. We want to stop that as fast as we can because inflammation can be a root cause of Hashimoto's as can you know, decreased sleep. So we've got both of these things going, which both increase each other, and they are both root causes for Hashimoto's, whether it's your original Hashimoto's or whether it's a flare-up and it's getting worse. We want to attack the things that are making our condition worse. We always want to look at, you know, root cause. Yes, we absolutely can look at symptoms too. Are there things that we can do immediately to calm things down? Of course, we want to look at that, but we always want to make sure that we are helping our bodies to stop the attack at its source. So sleeping is really important. Decreasing inflammation, really important. But another thing that not sleeping well or lowering our amount of sleep, another thing that that does is it straight out increases our risk for autoimmune problems. Now, is it because of the decreased sleep and the increased inflammation? I don't know, but a different study showed that, you know, just not enough sleep increases your risk of autoimmune diseases in general. And that was autoimmune across the board. It wasn't specific Hashimoto's. It was your body is not going to know who to fight. It's going to start attacking itself. There's this one quote, and I will link the research paper in the show notes if you want to look this up. But the one one quote I read, it says, sleep deprivation sleep deprivation can promote a breakdown of immunologic self-tolerance. In other words, when you are sleep deprived, your body can't tolerate itself as well. And I don't know about you, but I have felt that. I have felt that so deeply. Like, I don't want, you know, have you ever had those days when you're just so annoyed and you don't want somebody else to go away? You want yourself to go away. You're like, can I just like just escape myself for just a minute, please. It's kind of like that for your body. When you are sleep deprived, your body can't tolerate your own body as well. And we want to be able to tolerate our own body. We want to embrace who we are. You are valuable. You are valuable as a whole person. Your body, your mind, your spirit, you are valuable. And we cannot separate those because you are a whole person. And I'm never going to tell you that just one part of you is valuable. We know from what the Bible tells us that we will recognize other people when we get to heaven. We're not going to have our same bodies. We're going to have no more, it says in the Bible, no more death, pain, sorrow, or, or tears when we get to heaven. Our bodies will be made new, but we'll still have bodies. We are a whole person. We're still going to be able to think and feel and be after we die, when we get our new bodies. Isn't that really cool to think about? That you're going to recognize people. You're going to be able to see the Bible says your unborn baby, the babies who died before you gave birth, the moms will know them. And I have one baby in heaven I miscarried, and <laughs> the boys haven't done it for a while, but they used to argue about who was going to meet them first and find out if it's a boy or a girl. Now, 
I have four boys, so I'm pretty sure, you know, that's all we make (laughs) is boys. Pretty sure I have a boy in heaven. But when we had a family member die, like my grandpa and my grandma have both died, then the boys would be so excited for my grandpa and grandma because they get to meet our baby who's already up in heaven. And my boys just think that is so exciting. So all that to tell you that you will have a body. Like, it's not your body that's bad. You are valuable, all of you. It's just things are broken, and we want to be able to fix them as much as possible. We don't want our bodies to be intolerant of our own bodies. We want our bodies and all of us to, you know, embrace and tolerate who we are, whether that's the physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, all of it. So sleep deprivation can promote that breakdown of our self-tolerance for our immune system. And then, of course, the study, you know, goes on to say that it increases our, it being sleep deprivation, increases our risk of developing autoimmune diseases. We need to sleep. Sleep is a root cause of autoimmune problems. It also exacerbates autoimmune problems. And then autoimmune problems also make sleep hard and exacerbate our sleep problems. So it is this cycle. How can you stop the cycle? I do have a lot of ideas about sleep. I have another episode, episode 23, is all about sleep, and I give you some ideas there. But today, I want to tell you one simple thing that you can do. Of course, I'm always going to tell you things that are simple and sustainable so that you can increase your health. Today, let's talk about chamomile tea. Chamomile? Chamomile? How do you say it? I think I've always said chamomile, but I think in, you know, the Harry, or the Beatrix Potter, <laughs> not Harry Potter, the Beatrix Potter books, when, what's the bunny? Benjamin Bunny? Peter Rabbit. One of them, their mom gives them chamomile tea, chamomile tea, and maybe if you say it with a British accent, it sounds different than my Minnesotan accent. I don't know. You'll have to tell me on Instagram. You say chamomile, chamomile. But however you say it, it has been long said to be like the thing that you should drink at bedtime if you need to sleep better. Now, the research is kind of mixed on it. A lot of research says that chamomile tea does help you sleep better, and then others say, eh, not really. But the ritual of having tea before bed can help you. So let's talk about a bedtime ritual and including chamomile tea in that ritual. So a bedtime ritual is so important for kids. I am reading a book right now. I haven't decided if I'm going to do a bonus episode on it. It is Sleep Well, Take Risks, Squish the Peas. It's a book written by a pediatrician, and it's all about like how how preschoolers live and how if we lived more like preschoolers, the good ways that preschoolers live, how we could be healthier and happier. It's an interesting premise in the book. Uh, Let me know if you like those book review podcast episodes I do. I love reading and I love to be able to share what I'm reading. I just want to make sure it's valuable for you. Anyway, that book was saying that it's super important for preschoolers and toddlers to have a bedtime routine and ritual. It's just as important for you. The things that you do towards bedtime help your brain and body and spirit prepare for sleep. Just it's we are built for routine. That's how we are as humans. So doing the same thing each night, hopefully things that are calming, is going to help you fall asleep better 
and stay asleep better and hopefully get deeper sleep. So one of those things that you can do is brew some chamomile tea. And why chamomile? Well, we already said, you know, the Beatrix Potter, she said, use it for bedtime for sleep. But here's a crazy thing that you need to know as somebody with thyroid problems. Chamomile tea, two to six times a week, helps reduce your risk for thyroid problems by almost 80%. Isn't that mind-blowing? Something so simple as having chamomile tea at bedtime as part of your every single day ritual, it's going to reduce your risk for thyroid problems. The study that did this, they looked at a bunch of people and they were specifically looking at thyroid problems, thyroid cancer, and then healthy people. And they found out that when they had eliminated the variables, drinking chamomile tea decreases your risk of thyroid cancer and other thyroid problems by 80%. So what's the downside there? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, maybe you don't like tea. I get that. I didn't used to like it. So maybe for you, if you like the tea, you have it as part of your ritual to wind down, to relax, that, you know, the the ritual, again, ritual of getting the water hot, steeping your tea, pouring your cup, sitting down, sipping it, enjoying a good book or something while you're drinking your tea. All of that is going to help you wind down for bed. And then the chamomile itself is going to help reduce your risk of thyroid problems. That's like a win-win. And if you don't like chamomile tea, like maybe you're like, was it Peter Rabbit or Benjamin Bunny? Like maybe you're like the little rabbits in the fictional story where you're drinking it as medicine. Either way, there's worse medicines, I think. I mean, anything cherry flavored or grape flavored, oh, gross. I don't like any of those artificial flavors. I had one medication as an adult and it was flavored and I called the pharmacy and said, can I please have this in a tablet? Because I cannot do this artificial flavor. And they were very nice and they gave it to me as a tablet so I could just swallow it. So maybe you don't like the flavor of chamomile. They do sell chamomile as tablets, but the research that I read, it was specifically about tea. My hunch is that part of the reduction in risk is just that ritual of winding down, of having better sleep, but I don't have anything to verify that with. So some chamomile maybe is better than none. I don't know. But what I do know is that sleeping well is going to help your overall health. Sleeping well is going to reduce your risk for autoimmune problems. Sleeping well is going to increase your your overall health. It's going to strengthen your immune system. When your immune system is stronger, it's not going to be as, you know, offline. It's not going to attack things that it shouldn't as much. And also when you're sleeping well, you're reducing inflammation. There's so many benefits to sleeping well. So adding some chamomile tea into your bedtime routine, or just making sure that you have a strong bedtime routine to start with, those are going to be really good for your overall health. And if you want to address other root causes, I invite you into the Holistic Hashimoto's course. That is everything that we do in that course. I help you look at your root causes and figure out simple and sustainable ways that you can have better health. Everything in that course is designed to help you help your body, mind, spirit, diet, environment, the whole you to have better health, to attack the root causes. 
And if you've been over to the website recently, I still have the 20 and 24 special going on. They're not used up yet. So you can come and you can get that special. It is a huge discount for the first 20 people into the course in 2024. Head down to the show notes, click the link, check it out and enroll. So not only can you save for that, you know, 20 and 24 special, but more importantly, so that you can get started now on doing things that actually matter, that actually help your health, that actually help the root causes in a sustainable way. I never want you overwhelmed. I want you moving forward at a rate that you can do that doesn't stress you out. We want to lower the stress and we want to increase your health. You are absolutely worth it. I look forward to seeing you in the course. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional. 